Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about advances in advanced malware. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Lamore Kessem. She's a senior cybersecurity evangelist with IBM Security. Lamore, it's a pleasure to talk with you today. Thank you so much. Great to join you. As you look back on 2015, what would you say are the dominant malware trends that we have seen? In 2015, we've really been seeing a serious escalation in cybercrime. And, I mean, we say this every year. You know, every year we could say cybercrime is getting bigger and bolder, uh, and it would be true for, for every year. But in 2015, the top three trends that I can point to are marked organization across the board for malware. So malware developers are bunched into organized cybercrime groups that are getting stronger and larger. There is a push in the sophistication of malware, from banking trojans to ransomware to point-of-sale malware. All these codes have been upgraded. In some cases, we're seeing even nation-state-level features in this malware. So we're seeing more modularity everywhere and more sophistication overall, especially uh, when it comes to evasion of uh, security products and techniques. And the third is magnitude of the crime that we're seeing. The criminals are after high-value accounts, a lot more than they've ever been. They're making multi-million dollar transfers, illicit transfers, out of business accounts, uh, corporate accounts, investment banking, online trading. So they're really diversifying what they're doing in order to go after bigger money. Uh, And we've seen a few very large cases this year, like the Carbonac case uh, or the Dire Wolf attacks that IBM discovered in April. So definitely magnitude has really been jacked up all across. One of the things that we've seen, Lamore, is that you know, old strains of malware never seem to go away. They just get better and bigger. How have you seen some of the malware strains evolve over the past year? We've been seeing them you know, constantly on even a weekly basis, some of them, some of the really big Trojans like Drydix or Dire, uh, adding new evasion features, re-wrapping their Trojans, making new builds. So it's a constant evolution. So inside, you know, all the existing malware, we've been seeing that happening. But we've also seen a new Trojan that emerged this year, very uh, modular. We, we consider it to be one of the most sophisticated Trojans. It's just as sophisticated as Dire and even has more theft mechanism. It's called Shifu. Uh, this was discovered by IBM this summer. If we're looking at a more general trend here, the evolution of malware is just going towards a broader stroke for monetization that can fit different groups inside the gang. So we're saying before we're we're dealing with cybercrime gangs, and inside their gangs they divide the work. So some people are going to do, you know, if the malware can steal payment card information, then some of the parts of the gang are going to work on that, and they're going to harvest that those details and use them. Uh, and others are going to do online banking fraud. So we see that as well. We've also been seeing an enhanced modularity, real-time configuration for banking Trojans, which means that instead of coding some parts of the configuration of what they're telling the malware to do right into the malware, they're actually pulling it in real-time from different servers, and we're seeing an increase of the use of uh, going to a real-time server. Uh, Even more surprisingly for mobile malware, we've been seeing that same trend. So mobile malware has really been 
going up this year in, in terms of sophistication and evolution, approaching more the way that banking Trojans have been working for a while. And finally, the, the mobile malware is starting to get into how banking Trojans work for the mobile. So the Android platform is one of the, uh, the places where we're seeing that sort of evolution. So, Lamar, I wanted to ask you about the malware variants that concern you the most, but perhaps you could start out by talking to us a little bit about the mobile trends that concern you and then discuss other variants as well. With pleasure. So the mobile trends that really concern us these days, and we're planning to release a pretty interesting paper about that, is something called an overlay malware. It's the sort of application that lands on a mobile device, and it's able to it's able to match the look and feel of a plastered screen that it's going to bring up on the on the mobile device. It's going to match it exactly to the application that's running on the frontmost uh, of the device. So if the user is looking at their banking application, this malware can call on a pop-up sort of thing uh, from their server, from a remote server, and they're going to present that to the user, asking them, asking them for their banking credentials. They could be asking them for their credit card information. And the user is going to believe that this is a real pop-up on their uh, smartphone. They're going to think it came from their bank because it looks exactly like it was come from the bank or from uh, you know their online payments provider or from their online shopping. So, I mean, you know, there's different applications, as you know. And we've been seeing that happening a lot and really trending, both in the underground boards that we monitor and uh, in the wild and things that we're finding uh, via the products that we have here at IBM. So, um, so that's, for me, a mobile trend we're really looking out for. And in terms of malware, after the discovery of Shifu, malware is just getting bigger and better. Uh, the variants that concern me in that sphere, uh, aside from Shifu, obviously, is Drydex, Dyer. Those are very established gangs that have been making very large transfers. If we're looking at Drydex, we had a transfer that uh, we saw in the wild. I mean, this was Pinnacle Oil that was robbed of $3.5 million in one day by Drydex. Uh, in the discoveries of IBM, Dyer, uh, was able to rob bank accounts of a million and a half uh, dollars in one shot. So, I mean, these these are the really big guys out there making big crime and obviously getting a lot of attention from law enforcement. So uh, those are the ones that, that would worry me at this point. Uh, but when it comes down to it, malware is just a tool. You know, we should be concerned about the groups that stand behind this malware, behind these operations. Uh, and even if we look at, you know, the bigger picture, there are financial advance persistent threats, like groups that are out there to attack banks as an enterprise. That's another thing that's pretty worrying, and I think we're going to see more of it in 2016. So, Lamar, given the greater sophistication and organization of the fraudsters, the evolution of the malware where do you find that traditional malware defenses are now most vulnerable? Well, when I look at traditional malware defenses, uh, they really have trouble detecting morphed malware. Every malware group out there makes build changes, adds new evasion, you know, obviously rewraps the malware to have a new signature, a new MD5 signature, 
So it uses new files in each campaign, and, uh, and that in turn makes it pretty difficult to detect malware when you use traditional-based solutions, like an antivirus, for example. You also have a lot of malware that comes in signed, so it looks more legitimate, or it invades the endpoint from an exploitation attempt. So, for example, word macros that are poisoned with malware. So there, too, it's very evident that rule-based solutions are having trouble stopping advanced malware and zero-day threats, and, and those threats manage to make it into the organization. So in your view, how do defenses have to change to protect against malware better than we're doing now? Um, for me, defenses have to see intelligence built right into them in a dynamic and ongoing fashion. So malware evolves so rapidly and so frequently that anything else simply doesn't make the cut. If you look at IBM uh, Report Solution, for example, it's a product that evolves daily, literally, that includes countermeasures uh, for the progress of most advanced malware codes out there these days. And I think that, you know, any product that's able to just really incorporate things in a very agile way and in a way that will match the evolution of what we're seeing out there um, is just going to have an easier time protecting customers. So final question for you. What would you say are going to be the must-have tools and skills to fight advanced malware in the year ahead? <laughs> That's the million-dollar question. Well, I think the must-have tools for fighting cybercrime have to include a multi-pronged approach that places importance on what happens on the two fronts that we fight on. You know, when it comes to malware, you want to properly protect the endpoint, which is where the criminals are going in order to to do the transaction and make sure the malware cannot reign there. And also you want to protect the accounts on the bank's end to alert about issues when customers are logging into the service still right on the websites and on the bank's web servers. With mobile devices gaining so much popularity for both banking, payments, e-commerce, that's another front we just don't have the option to ignore. So since the mobile device is not only an untrusted environment, these days with all the different um, exploits and vulnerabilities that are being, you know, it makes the headlines all the time. It's even a hostile environment for applications. So the app is another place where we have control and we should harden and bolster security uh, to make sure that banks and other service providers can have, you know, can trust this, the applications that they have on user devices. So we need these three battlefields secured with solutions that bake in the ever-evolving knowledge from threat experts. And in terms of skills, I won't go into the dire shortage in skilled cybersecurity specialists the world is actually going through. We have to have the sort of manpower and talent that is more clever and more innovative than very well-funded gangs who hire specialists out in Eastern Europe. These organizations save nothing to lure highly intelligent people into working with them, and that's what we're up against here. I mean. You know, the average age of, uh, of a black hat working for cyber criminals is 35 years old, and they have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge and savvy. So we have to have the same sort of knowledge and savvy on our side. And uh, I can name a few high-in-demand skills right now. Malware researchers, penetration testing, and big data analysts, for example. Lamour, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you so much. Thank you. The topic has been advances in advanced malware. I've been speaking with Lamore Kessem, Senior Cybersecurity Evangelist with IBM Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.